this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Hello, uh, my name is Derek Howard, you're listening to Comic Book Noise. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com, it's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me, my email address is Derek at, Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com, or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm sort of fighting the um, urge to to apologize for being away for so long and gave a bunch of excuses. But if you're listening to this in the far future instead of the near future, you won't even know what the hell I'm talking about because you may be listening to like four or five episodes in a row. And you'd be like, oh, okay. You know. Um, my, uh, my friend, uh, Dave Slusher, was the one who a long time ago said that people shouldn't apologize for putting out late podcasts because, you know, in the future, nobody's going to really know or care. Um, and just, it's absolutely true. You know, one time I was listening to like four or five episodes of uh, my music show, uh, Deliberate Noise, and like three out of the four episodes I have, I apologize for being late, and I was like listening to them back to back to back, so in like a couple of hours, I heard myself apologize three times, I was like, oh yeah, I, got, I need to quit doing that shit, um, but, and you know, he's right, You know, time is like a relative thing so that the shit that's late now, you never would know. Um, Case in point, if you look at uh, Watchmen, right? Unless you were really following closely what was going on back then, you wouldn't even know that Watchmen number 12 was, you know, hella late. You know, I mean, it was it was really, really late. And but you like this, it was so late that I had even forgotten about it until issue 12 came out. Because I was those guys who was going every week to the comic shop, to the comic shop. And I want to say I was getting it from uh, Comic Kingdom at the time. Um, but, 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 uh, yeah, I'm almost positive it was Comic Kingdom. Um, which was a local shop. I, I talked about this before a long time ago. It was my local shop. I'd been going there. So it's like 11 or 12. Um, it used to be that uh, my cousin would uh, take us up to Comic Kingdom, you know, because he was he was the oldest one. He had a car, right? Or I should say he had access to a car. So we'd all pile in, go over there, get some comics, and come on back. Um, yeah. Then uh, later... 
when I moved over to closer to the to the store, <laughs> um, I worked downtown, right downtown Detroit. Um, most of my friends were making uh, minimum wage at the time, which was uh, three fifty an hour. But um, because I was working at a bank, I was making the big bucks. I was making four twenty five an hour, you know. And I had no girlfriend. I had no car. I my biggest vice was uh, comic books, you know. So. I'd get on the bus and, well, I'd leave work and <laughs> on Thursday, because I believe it was either Thursday or Friday that the new comics came out back then. Anyway, I'd leave work, I'd walk like a quarter of a mile to get to a specific bus line, then I would take the bus to Gratiot, and the, the street names don't matter, but I'm going to put it in there anyway, in case you're local. Crash it in six mile. Okay, then I would buy my comics, and then I would walk. Oh, I forgot. I also get a transfer, and I would walk from six mile to seven mile, and then catch the bus from seven mile and crash it to around seven mile and Van Dyke, which was about three, maybe four miles. But if I would get uh, restless, which I usually did, um, I would just start walking home. You know, that's one of the reasons why I was so thin. I was, I, then put it like this. When I was 25, I weighed around 140, maybe 150 pounds, six feet tall, 150 pounds. Uh, then I got a girlfriend. <laughs> and I got, I almost immediately got up to 180 and so that when I was like uh, 26, I was like 26, I weighed 180. By the time I got around to 27, I weighed 280 pounds. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't have a fucking heart attack. But anyway, so I would go every week. And, I, and since I was buying a bunch of comics... Um, and remember, around this time, comics did not even... Most comics didn't even cost a dollar, okay? Um, and I would buy... I would spend $40, $50 a week on comics, right? Now, nowadays, you can do that shit easy, right? <laughs> but back then, it was, it was a bit of a... <laughs> it was a bit of a chore, you know? Um, so I would... I, I remember... Wanting to get Watchmen when it came out because I knew that it was a uh, a new take on the um, the Charlton characters, uh, but I, I know and I got Watchmen number one. For some reason, I didn't pick up number two, so I never read number two until years later when I got the trade uh, paperback. All right, but anyway. So, you know, I, I got all these single issues and I got up to 11, you know, there's a big cliffhanger and then, um, nothing, you know, but it's all right. Cause I had a bunch of other books to read and I had a bunch of other, other books to read. Um, and then months later I saw Watchmen 12. I was like, Oh shit, I didn't get that already. <laughs> but that story is still going on. Um, 
and there was a, there was another, there were other books. There's a lot of books like that, where you know. Now it's just like, oh, okay, that uh, <laughs> that took a while to come out. Um, Dark Knight Strikes Again, which uh, was a three issue miniseries, and I'll tell you right now, I still stand behind it. Number one and number two were great. They were a worthy successor to the um, Dark Knight Returns. Um, Then there was a long wait for number three. Um, And number three came out, and it was like, what the fuck happened to Frank Miller? You know, it's like the art was all weird. The story just went completely off the rails. Um, And I still stand by that. One and two, great. Number three, what? What? Um, I can't believe I'm sitting there talking about late issues. Where's that one? There was a, a Punisher. Uh, Steve Grant and Mike Zek. You know, the first four issues were really good, right? And then they, you know, left on a cliffhanger. Where I think he was going to have a final shootout with Jigsaw. And then it took forever to come out. It took forever to come out. Okay. And then by the time it did come out, um, I had a whole new creative team. I don't know what happened. Excuse me. Between issues four and five, but it was a completely different creative team, and it looked like the creative team that they did bring on had to rush through the story. I'm not talking about just the art. I'm also talking about the uh, the writer. Uh, yeah, and I, I really hate talking shit about that one because you could tell that the writer and the um, the inker and the inker and the penciler and the inker and the colors and all those guys, letterer, they were in a, in a bad situation because it seemed like a rush job. You know, there's some there's sometimes a book will come out where it just seems like, yeah, they were doing this just for the payday. They did not give a shit. Uh, you know, back in the day, more than uh, nowadays, um, it seemed like it was like let's crank this shit out. Uh, I don't really see that. You know, I used to call those what paycheck comics. I don't see that that much anymore. I'm not saying that the people back then um, gave less of a shit than they do now. But I think that the people nowadays, they realize that this stuff is going to follow them for a lot longer, you know. So if you put out, if you do a rush job, you do a crap job, um, you'll never hear the end of it. You know, there are still people to this day who don't like Ivan Cordy. You know, I'm one of those guys. I just did not like Ivan Cordy. Um, he was an artist on the uh, on the new X-Men run that... Um, started off with Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely and yeah I want to say it ended with Morrison and Phil Jimenez but in between there there was some some Ivan Cordy issues that were dire you know and then later on I found out that yeah he had like 30 days to put out an entire issue, which usually takes more than 30 days to put out an issue. 
or maybe he had to do 32 issues and 30, something like that, whatever. He was really under very tight time constraints. And that really hurt his uh, his reputation, you know, definitely hurt his reputation with me, hurt it with a bunch of other people. Then um, I read, uh, was it Secret History? Which, that pisses me off. But anyway, um, I'll talk about that in a second. But he was the artist on the Secret History, and you could see that it was definitely the same guy but his artwork looks so much better you know um and then that's when later on i found out yeah he'd been under some extreme time constraints and i think i think not sure but i think that that turned him off from superhero comic books altogether now i can't remember who put out uh secret history but secret history was one of like the first books, if not the first comic book, I got from Comixology, you know, um, so I have that one issue, I have issue number one, um, I never went back for any of the others, because I thought, okay, you know, I'll just go back and get them later, and then I guess they lost the rights, (laughs) because it's not on there anymore, my one issue is still there, I believe, I can't, I haven't read in a while, but I'm pretty sure I can still download it. But I can't pick up any new issues. At least the last time I checked, I could. Which is one of the reasons why I'm not really... I like digital when I have no other choice. But I'm one of those people. If I had the choice between digital and physical, I would pick physical for just an occasion like this. You know, because I know how... Um, quick and easy it is to lose something that you uh, quote unquote bought digitally you know that's why for me if it's if I'm buying something digitally it's usually things that I want to read but if I lose it because the company goes under you know hello long box um, then I'm not going to be too heartbroken you know (laughs) And plus, it's usually for a, a, a decent price, you know. I mean, it's not like, oh, here, you can buy, you know, Showcase number four, because I want to read Showcase number four, which was the um, introduction of Barry Allen The Flash, although, you know, I have a reprint of, uh, was it Secret Origins of the DC Superheroes, which has that story, so I don't need to rush out and get it, because I have it physically, but let's say I bought it. Yeah, I can buy it for, what, $2.99 or however much it costs, or $1.99, $2.99, something like that. And it's not like if I wanted to buy the actual physical issue, which is, what, several thousand dollars? Yeah, that's that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. Say, so here, here, you can have a digital comic, but it'll cost you $2,000. Yeah, well, wait. okay, I'm going to not say that, because I don't want to offend anybody in the audience and... Yeah, and yes, I know that this could use. Um, a, oh wow, they opened up my street. Um, offensive language themes and languages, but you know sometimes you got to draw a line yourself. Wow, okay. There's this one street that I usually drive down. I know that you don't care, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. There's one street that I usually drive down to, you know, a quicker way to get to work, but it's been under construction for like the past year or so. Um, so I've been taking a different way, and today I took a different way. I drive by, and guess what I see? I see that my shorter way is now open again. So that's a good thing. Makes me a happy guy. 
Anyway, um, Civil War. Civil War had a, a late last issue, if I recall correctly. Or was it like, no, it was after three. It was a big long wait between three and four. You know, and I think that that's the one that, that pissed uh, Peter Rios off. Because he asked one of the editors from Marvel about it and they lied to him. You know, it's not like they were spinning things where they were playing, you know, word games. They flat out lied. <laughs> you know, this is one thing we say, hey, is this comic book uh, coming out soon? You say, well, it's, uh, no, if you say, you ask a question, hey, is this comic book experiencing delays? You know, it's one thing to say, well, you know what, all comic books um, experience delays. We haven't seen anything that make us think that we're going to miss our, um, our shipping date, you know, that one to me, that's not a lot because you said, okay, you don't see anything because quite frankly, technically you're probably not looking at it right now. You're just looking straight ahead, right? You're looking at the phone or, uh, whatever, but you know, all right, is this having shipping delays? No, that's a lie. If you know, it's not, it should be true, you know? There's a, there's a way to massage the truth, and I have been known to to be able to massage the truth. I don't. Techni- I try not to lie anymore. Um, I'm not gonna say that I always succeed, <laughs> uh, but I try. You know, a lot of people they don't try. It's like you catch them in something, they'll look you right in the face and they'll tell a lie. You know, to somebody recently lied to me, right, um, oh, God, who was it, oh, yeah, no, all right, anyway, so, a friend of mine was playing something on their phone, and then they had to, you know, one, it's like, here, listen to this, set the phone down, and then they had to walk away real quick, you know, and I was going to reach over and pause it, you know, I don't usually like to touch other people's phones, but fuck it, friends, right, so I reach over and I see that they got a message. I'm like, you know what? I'm not taking shit. <laughs> I say, hey, I was going to pause that for you, you know, so we can listen to it together. But, you know, you had a message. Picked up the phone, looked at it, said, yeah, I don't have a message. I'm like, what? I said, no, you, you have a message, a Facebook message. I, I saw it. You have a message. He's like, no, there's no message here. I'm like, dude, I saw it, you know? And it's just like, I don't know, it's like, at no point was I being gaslighted. They were trying. But when your whole thing is, who are you going to believe, me or your lying eyes? I'm going to believe my lying eyes, all right? Period. You know, perception is reality. And reality is, motherfucker, you had a goddamn message. Why would you? It was the weirdest goddamn lie. You know, if they said, yeah, you had a message, that's why I didn't pause it. Oh, you could have paused it anyway. And then I would have gone on. I wouldn't have thought another thing about it. But to fucking lie is a weird lie. Don't do a weird lie. Period. Either make a big, humongous lie or just tell the truth or just ignore shit. Don't make it weird. Fuck. Anyway, what was I talking about? See, if this is your first episode of Comic Book Noise, this is what it's usually like. I'm usually driving to work and uh, my mind is all over the place. There are times when I'm at home, which I haven't been able to do in a while, record from home because we have a puppy. If you want to ever try to record 
around a puppy, go right ahead because puppies not only want your attention, we have a puppy that likes to whine when he's alone. Um, if he's if he's awake, because we're, we're crate training. I mean, he knows, yeah, you go in the crate, you go to sleep, right? Um, we have to crate him during the day because he's a fucking puppy and there's nobody home. So if you're one of those non-crate people, and I've come across a couple of those, that's tell you, don't go fuck yourself. Anyway, if um, it's like Saturday morning, he wakes me up around 5.30 every fucking day, right? So I'll get up, I'll feed him, I'll take him outside, I'll let him walk around, he'll run around, he'll start chewing his bone, I put him in this crate, right? Um, around the same time every day so that he gets used to being in his crate during the week when, you know, we're leaving for school and work. But, and I know I try to do that also on the weekend, right? Around the same time. And so he can't see me, I'll go in the basement, right? And normally he'll just go to sleep, but it just seems like the last few weekends when I tried this shit, he decides he wants to whine and his whining turns to barking and the dog barks a lot and very very loudly okay so i can't really record on that right um i can't go into the backyard because once again barking ass puppy if i go outside he's gonna want to go outside i'll bark anyway so there you go so i have to really record in my car that's not my car it's patty's car but yeah she lets me use it mondays and fridays but with all this uh, holidays, which I hate, I hate the holidays because I'm, I'm a contractor, so I don't work, I don't get paid. And during the holidays, the holiday spirit when everybody's all nice and happy, I'm fucking worried because I'm going to lose like a week's worth of pay because, you know, the company I work for, they closed down for the last week. This is like fucking worldwide, I think. So anyway, then, you know, she had the car. And I couldn't record at home. So, that, wow, I am explaining why I was late. Shit, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm explaining, not apologizing. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, this is the first time I've been able to have the car. Not only in the new year, but it's like most of last year. <clears throat> the, towards the end of last year. And this is... Uh, like I said, the end of the year, I have all this uh, financial anxiety because I know that this is the year. This part, the beginning of the year, is when shit gets... Uh, when I get behind on bills because, like I said, boom, I have a whole paycheck that's completely gone, right? Well, half a paycheck, I should say. I have a whole week just not there. So everything is behind. If you would like to donate to help keep the lights on, which, to tell you the truth, everything is all caught up. Um, we don't have any uh, domains that are coming up. The hosting is all taken care of for the next couple of months. <sighs> yeah, yeah, we had a we had an issue, but I took care of that. Oh, fuck, why did I turn here? Anyway, um, anyway, so if this is your first time, this is what it's usually like. It's usually just a guy, myself, um, out here making a lot of noise, <coughs> a lot of comic book noise. <laughs> Take it easy.
problem with it. 